I love the way your body feels on top of mine. So take your time. We got it now, girl. You know I like it slow, and I know you like it too, baby. Please don't stop. I feel it now. You feel it too. You shivering. Who are you gonna mean? Close to you. Just let it go. Let it go. We can do it anywhere. Get too hot to stop. Hey, I'll go to the bedroom to the floor. <laughs> Miss, she went out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm. Let me tell you what turns me on. <laughs> What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the OJ Podcast. I'm Tilly Delaghetto. When 112 sing to you, <laughs> what kind of feeling do it bring to you? <laughs> I'm Ricky Shaw. Yeah, I knew that one. It's, <laughs> I'm Nikki Blades. Hi. Did Talk you? hard to you, say, being mean to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. I love, like, can we just have an old school R&B just playlist well speaking of which did y'all get your tickets to the lovers and friends? oh my god i'm coming down are you i want to because we got our tickets already you guys did yes okay we like we signed up for the fucking pre-order we waited in line yeah we should have fucked it coachella the first time man okay okay okay. and i was a little concerned because there was a lot of you know people weren't sure if it was real or not yeah but then i mean one of the first people that tweeted about it being fake Lil kim tweeted again was like hey yo the check is cleared we in there i'm like all right man i don't know if twister recanted his Mm. claims but i mean i'm cool with not seeing you twister (laughs) (laughs) i see you enough when i look in the mirror (laughs) (laughs) damn that lineup is crazy that lineup is crazy it makes me a little concerned because is it unrealistic it's so many people right and the last time we went to something like that that wasn't coachella because coachella is so you know it's organized is that they got it down packed right it's like it's three days so and the people are on different stages yeah um, I mean, and this is put on by the same company that does Coachella, yeah. right? But there's no way there's no overlap. That's what I'm saying. Don't have to sacrifice How? Because remember Soulquarius. Mm-hmm. Soulquarius was a whole mess. Now, mm-hmm. are, you, are you are you familiar with Soulquarius? Yeah, you, um, yes. Yeah, all right. So the thing about it is that was the first one. Mm-hmm. And it was annoying because so many people on so many different stages, we, we really had tried to plan it out, right? We'll go watch the Yin Yang Twins here. Then we'll go watch um, Pretty Ricky over here when the Yin Yang Twins is over and, and blah, 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 right? But- since it was so unorganized and shit was starting late, by the end of Yin Yang Twins, Pretty Ricky was getting off the stage, yeah. you know? Yeah. And then it was like we couldn't even organize. It was so, it was so, it was a mess. Yeah. It was a mess. Yeah. I mean, we saw we saw some good acts, but there's a lot that got missed. Yeah. So I'm really just, I'm hoping, man. I'm hoping this shit goes the way we want it to go, yeah. <laughs> you know? Because, oh, so much, so many, so many. So many dope people, new and old. Someone gonna end up pregnant. Yeah, I know the ice rolling gleam to you. True players for the team to you. I forget. Oh man. Mm-hmm. So um, I was gonna tell the story of. Uh, <laughs> 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 I was gonna tell the story. Just a mic. Look make at sure, mic. make sure y'all watch the. Watch the watching too. what's going on. Um, you know, one of uh, the the sponsors of the podcast is uh, this company called Dipsy. And their whole thing is like, oh, we we got sexy stories for you to like listen to when Please you're listen to the commercial. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm so here's the thing, right? I um, so <laughs> you know, I was I was stuck in traffic the other day. You know what I'm saying? And um, and I remember the ad for Dipsy, and I was thinking, damn, 
I could go for some sexy stories right now. You feel me? Uh, nah, but uh, <laughs> you know you used to talk like that? Fucking Theo from 92.3 to B? Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying? Um, I can't. So <laughs> I literally have my headphones, I have my, I have my headphones off because that's <laughs> <laughs> well so i was i was i was listening to it no i was going to listen to it the other day because i was curious but then I, I didn't end up doing it but but i will but i will but then nikki blades was like i don't think i'd want to be horny while i'm driving yeah, right? it doesn't sound safe so so here's what's funny is there was a there was a time when i would be driving back from from school or work or wherever but i would be stuck in like a lot of traffic all right and something I started doing so I wouldn't be falling asleep in traffic was I would start jerking off on the freeway because I would be stuck in traffic. I couldn't get in the carpool lane. So I would just like start slowly jerking off. Right. And here's the thing. Here's the thing, because I remember that when I'm going to sleep, I will not fall asleep until I jizz, you know, until I ski. So I'm like, let me start stroking my shit while I'm in traffic. And also not only. Does that Logical. not only does that keep you awake, but also you're paranoid of truckers driving by, so you always got to be alert to cover your dick up, right? So it was a combination of things that was keeping me from falling asleep in traffic, right? And then I would just kind of keep it if I and if I got close to jizzing, I would stop it, and then just like wait for it to get soft a little bit, and then keep going again. And then as soon as I got home, boy, I run in front of my room and bust all over the place. But that was what was keeping me awake. You guys have been friends for a long time, right? Like, <laughs> did, did you that? did you know that this is what your friend does when he's in traffic? I knew. Have you ever driven his car? No, here's the thing. If you've driven his car, you know your hands have definitely. Look, if you look, if, if you've been in his house, <laughs> no matter. But he is not the only person that I know who's that, done that in really? traffic. And there have been girls who do that. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Try it out, Nikki Blades. It just sounds dangerous. On your long ass drives between uh oh, that's just gonna <laughs> what? on your long ass cooch. <laughs> <laughs> that's where you thought I was going with it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, stupid. You know what I hate is is coming home after a long day and not having no food in the fridge, man. And I just hate having to resort to getting junk food all the time. That's why I F with the HelloFresh. You know what I'm saying? What is HelloFresh, you might ask? You can get mouth-watering seasonal recipes and pre-measured ingredients delivered right to your door with HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. HelloFresh makes cooking at home fun, easy, and affordable. Now check this out, all right? The recipes are super bomb. You can break out of your dinner rut with HelloFresh's 22-plus seasonal chef-curated recipes each week, and you save time and stress. It's so easy. The average trip to the grocery store takes 41 minutes, bruh. That's over 35 hours a year if you go once a week. Sheesh. And let me tell you something else. HelloFresh can help you eat more sustainably, okay? HelloFresh's carbon footprint is 25% lower than store-brought grocery-made meals, mm. okay? And, um, and, and by the way, that is coming from the University of Michigan, just so y'all know. Um, and I love HelloFresh because, you know, um, you know I'm, I'm a married man, and she don't, she don't necessarily, uh, she's not an expert with the cooking, right? But she's trying to get into the habit of it, you know? She, was doing, she wasn't doing a whole lot of cooking before we got married. But now that we're married, she likes practicing with the HelloFresh, and she's getting kind of nice with the recipes because they're so easy to use, and they're so delicious. 
And guess what? We got a special discount for y'all. <laughs> yes, we do. Go to HelloFresh.com slash NoChaser10 and use code NoChaser10 for 10 free meals, including free shipping. That is go to HelloFresh.com slash NoChaser10 and use code NoChaser10 for 10 free meals. Yo, my dudes out there, let me tell you, how has your stroke been going? Is it consistent? Is it strong? Is it powerful? Or do you need a little something, something to help you out? Look, I can relate. You know what I'm saying? Your boy's getting older and uh, I I like sex. And if you love sex, you'll love BlueChew.com, all right? Blue Chew offers men a performance enhancement for the bedroom. Wouldn't you like to last longer and go extra rounds? I know I would. I'm a married man, you know what I'm saying? And as I get older, uh, I'm sure we're going to start trying to have babies soon, and then it's not even going to be for fun anymore. It's going to be a chore, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to have to do it. And when I have to do it, I'm going to need something to help me out. And at BlueChew.com, you can get the first chewables with the active ingredients, sildenafil or tadalafil, some same active ingredients as in Viagra and Cialis. All right. The chewables can work faster than pills, up to twice as fast, and the chewables from Blue Chew can be taken on a full or empty stomach, okay? And these things work, man. I used them. I popped one. And let me tell you, there's did you? There's a difference. There's a difference between when I got my regular and when I got the Blue Chew stroke going. You know what I'm saying? Blue Chew gives you confidence in bed every time. You and your partner will love it. The chewables from BlueChew.com are prescribed online by, by a doctor and made in the USA. And here's a great deal for you guys, all right? Visit BlueChew.com and get your first order free when you use promo code TIM. Just pay $5 shipping. That's B-L-U-E-Chew.com, promo code TIM. Trust me, your penis is going to love it. Oh, man, <laughs> no, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's what I used to do to keep me from falling asleep, and it, and it worked, you know? And um, I don't know, man, I feel like sometimes you just got to be creative, you got to know yourself. You, you do you, boo. <laughs> you do you, boo. So, you know, I just realized all the people I know who've done that yeah. had short cars, too. They didn't give a fuck. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh-huh. what What do you mean? Oh, you mean all, like, all the people hire a car? Yeah. 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 I um, Are you a fan of the road head situation? Okay. So here's where I'd have to side with Nikki. Mm. I feel like that's terrifying. Okay. So. I uh, it, it's definitely you know the times I've gotten roadhead in the past. It's 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 uh, I, de- I I try not to do it on the freeway, right? If I if I ever did that, I just streets so you're driving slower. Um, but here's what's here's what's ideal for me, right? As we've discussed before, my penis curves to the right, so when I'm in the driver's seat, it is perfect for getting the fillage situation. It's like completely just it works out. Um. So that was always what was convenient for me. Why do I just envision like a like this, like a bendy straw situation? Like he just pulls it out and just like she just leans You're not over wrong. to the like. You're not wrong to the middle console. You know what I'm saying? It's like oh, I'm just perfect, babe. Thanks. Yeah, I know. I've, I've I've dealt with a with a girl in the past who like uh, who specifically was like, yeah, you know, because like you go to the right, so I gotta like get on your right side when I'm when I'm like because <laughs> just that for how to it, you know it just works the out. Mechanics, yeah, the mechanics of it, you know. Dipsy. So tune into Dipsy and so I can tell you all about uh, oh, can t- oh, you should have a sexy I, story I w- on I there. I wonder if you can submit sexy <laughs> can stories. You submit Possibly. Sexy stories? Um, super fan. If there's any super fan here, 
Go through and compile how many times we've talked about Tim's dick. <laughs> Tim's dick specifically, not just dicks in general. Well, it, I just wonder. Here's what's funny. Because today, that. that's all the show's yeah. been about. I mean, that's pretty much been my content for the past 10 years. <laughs> and it's funny because one time, I remember specifically, I got into a, uh, me and Chia were cracking up because we were talking about how her one of her best friends uh, like basically delivers babies for a living, you know what I'm saying? Or is like in charge of, because a, a lot of babies apparently are like stillborn when they're born, and then um, there's a person who is supposed to resuscitate them. Okay. And and she's and one of Chia's friends, she's like, yeah, I fucking revived like eight babies today, you know what I'm saying? Um, so not like not like stillborn, but they just they're not breathing, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And so it's her job to bring them back to life. And I was talking about how Bree, one of my good friends, is also like an OBGYN, and you know she delivers babies all day. And this is when Chia was still working at her. Um, the nail salon that she owned, right? Mm. And so she was just like, babe, it's crazy to think that like, um, you know, my friend like brought these babies back to life today. And she's like, shit. She's like, I paint nails for a living. I was like, yeah, LOL. I fucking tell teenagers about my dick. <laughs> <Man. laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're like the pusha T of dick. <laughs> He's rapped about selling drugs for like <laughs> a million years. He has no, not changed no. the, the content at still. all. Well, I, I always tell I always tell people this, right? Because with braids, because <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> yeah, true. I mean, that's his thing. Yeah, he can't. This is your thing. Yeah. Well, and 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 here's the thing, right? People people will uh in the past have have been like, Tim, why do you talk about your dick so much, right? Like <laughs> like, well, why why is that all you talk about? And in the beginning, and kind of now too, now that my uh my younger fans are are beginning to watch because like you know when i was in the in the beginning when i was doing the dear delegados and shit and giving the advice to all the teenagers Mm. one of the main reasons i wanted to really talk about my dick a lot (laughs) was because asian dudes were never seen as like sexual beings in the media you know never seen as people with dicks (laughs) (laughs) i mean metaphorically kind of true so i was like i'm gonna put myself out there um, not only because I am just like a, you know, dirty minded dude, but also mm-hmm. I want to put it out there that look, you look, Asian dudes be dirty. We be, we be fucking, we be having like, we be talking about our dicks and shit. Like we have dicks, like people should know that. So I really was trying to put that out there. You know what I'm saying? And also like, um, with, with kids asking me about all the, all the sex advice, I was like, you know, a lot of Asian kids growing up, we don't necessarily have someone to talk about, talk to about that stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was blessed to have parents that were really open about all that. But a lot of these kids were writing me like, yo, man, I can't talk to nobody about this. Timothy De La Ghetto, please give me some advice. <laughs> Tell me about your dick. <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> and I think that, that, you know, that helped them be a little more just open with themselves and talking about it. And yeah, I'm just doing it for my Trying people. to make them feel confident. Look you know? You. Yeah, that's all I'm trying to do. You'd be like, look, mine is crooked. So representation. Feel better about yourself. It's like a staircase. Right. <laughs> it's not that crooked. <laughs> Fuck, imagine that. Be Fucking like, Lego dick. She'd be looking at it like do do do. Oh do. man. Fucking gear shift. Oh my gear shift. Who was it? Jeff Ross made this joke one time where he, he was saying how um his dick is is uh is is curved and then he was messing with a girl that had like uh, a, a like a crooked vagina. So when they when they had sex, he had to do kind of do like a washing machine type thing, <laughs> like a little back and forth shimmy situation. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, dicks. Oh, good old dicks, man. Um, <laughs> I was kind Nikki Blade. You ever had like um? Was there anything that you ever like had an awkward moment with maybe like a 
like when you were younger where because okay so girls always talk about how funny looking dicks are right mm-hmm. okay <clears throat> the first time you seen a penis were you like uh scared by it were you were you freaked out by it was that strange to you i'm trying to actually think of the first time i saw one I don't know. I, I, nothing terrifying came from it. I hmm. wasn't scared. Clearly, I was. I don't remember it because I, I remember the first time I, I whipped it out on somebody in eighth grade, and she freaked out. Because uh, I'm really trying to. <laughs> I'm, now I'm trying to think of what did I think. I don't know. I didn't think anything of it. I didn't think it was like weird. Hmm. I grew up around a lot of very openly expressive uh, adults, ah. so I was exposed very early to like sexual content and shit like ah. that. So, it, so it wasn't like surprising. So I wasn't like, "Oh my god, it's a what is it?" Like right. that's not what happened. So you liked it from the jump. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's cool. Yeah, I, I was in. <laughs> she's like, "Yeah, they were straight. Yeah, it's cool." <laughs> you know, they they weren't straight though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not mine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean. I never see, but that's the thing. I don't think I saw, uh, I don't, I didn't see a like, oh no, that don't look right until I was older. There was one guy that I was with and it was very small, unfortunately. Mm. And it was one of those where I didn't realize and I was like, damn, like you're hella nice and all these other things. And there's, it didn't, that didn't keep me from wanting to like be with the person, but I just remember going, oh, okay that don't look familiar mm. but like you're really nice when you talking so this was this was so small that you couldn't you didn't even want to try it. it was so small i think that he didn't feel comfortable either really yeah and there was just other insecurities involved along with it but you can you can tell like it was great at other things like let me there's other things right. that's why a lot of people don't realize like the penis portion of it is is awesome right yeah. that's a bonus but if you're good at all the other things that becomes secondary do you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't have to have like this. You don't have to have one of these right, right. in order to make somebody feel good or to be in a relationship with them or to have great sex. So develop other skills. But there but was that's a, what's taught to them. Yeah. Well, not to the person that I was with, because he was great at everything else. I mean, well, he was probably just a confident dude. But like, yeah. like what you just said, you saw it and it didn't look right. And it didn't look right because it was small. A lot of girls like there's trends on tiktok where they really like the guy he's he's this he's that he's that he's this but his dick small never mind <laughs> like <laughs> oh like God, that's the one thing yeah. that makes and it let me, and let me tell you guys if you're just out there if you're looking for some big ass <laughs> dick it comes with its own bullshit like <laughs> it comes with a lot of bullshit okay <laughs> i've had this conversation with my friends before of course because women talk about it as well like right. does size how, how much does the size of a man's penis affect his personality? Okay. 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 Um, normally the ones that like glorify their thing and think it is the prettiest thing on earth are whores. They're whores. They have attitude. They come with, it's like the pretty girl complex, right? Like right. when you guys talk about, oh, she's a pretty girl. She don't get it. That is, she don't understand. Yeah. It's like, there are guys that really are just like that and they know what their superpower is and it's in their <laughs> pants and they behave a certain way. Then you have other guys that are like, okay, it's cool. And you know, it's not like the biggest, but he's great at other things. Then, you, right. you know, like everybody's different. But if you're going out there and you're like, ew, it's small, bitch, first off, do you even know what to do with one anyways before you start talking shit about somebody else's thing? Uh, I was going to say. Some of these girls don't like you're going for the wrong things. Like if you're, you know, I think it's the same shit where um, a lot of the youngins, right, uh, you know, where a dude will see a, a picture of a, 
of a not fake body mm-hmm. and because it's all they're kind of used to seeing in porn or movies or whatever and they'll see a girl with some dimples on her booty or they'll see like um some saggy like some sagging titties or something mm-hmm. like that and they they want to be like um they want to you know leave annoying comments like oh she got some cellulite or oh she needs the oh, she yeah. needs a, a, a breast lift or some shit right and i feel like it's kind of the same thing that happens with a lot of the younger girls where it's like if you're only seeing dicks in porn they get yeah. a weird kind of uh, understanding of like yeah. what is a big dick or, or, or not even like seeing it it's just one of the things it's like that's a stereotype, yeah. right? You yeah. just think that's what you're supposed to want. Right. But then you, like I said, it does come with its own bullshit. Everybody's personality. <laughs> there's certain things that there's guys that are probably absolutely amazing in bed and they're totally attentive and they're very much into their partners. But some girls aren't even realizing that that's what sex is supposed to be. Mm. So they think they're just supposed to get their backs blown out or something. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Something like that. But it's not real because mm. you gonna learn the hard way because you gonna be just fucking with this dude and there's nothing else to him yeah Girl, girls are interesting because like when guy when a guy has a size preference with his girl her parts or whatever he likes that shit mm-hmm. if he gets if he likes big butts and he gets a big butt girl he likes that shit girls be out here wanting the biggest dick and then complain <laughs> about how painful it is. <laughs> why do you want it so bad? And that's why I feel like it's all mental. It's yeah. definitely well, mental. Not, not, I'm not gonna say it's all mental because yeah, some girls like the way a bit like a, a giant dick might feel, right? Yeah. But I, def- I feel like a lot of it is mental. A lot know? of it. I mean, if you've ever watched, uh, there's a couple documentaries that are out there about like life after porn and a lot of porn stars, and they actually have conversations about what it is, and they're like. I don't know why people think that this is real. Like, Mm. this is not real. This isn't enjoyable. Look at a lot of the stuff that they do. And so that's more of the conversation that the women need to... Well, not even women. These are, like, little girls, Mm -hmm. right? No, it'd be women, too. Well, yeah, there's some women, too. And it's really most of them don't even know what it is that they want for themselves mm. right so they're just going i think if it's big that it's just supposed to make everything feel great but that's not how anatomy works yeah man it's kind of like i mean that's the thing about it too is like people forget that um not only are dicks different but all like coochies are different too you yeah. know what i'm saying yeah. like some girls uh coochies might be shallower than the next we, chick. the nipple conversation or whenever you talk to anybody <laughs> there's just different shit that people want so to think that you know when guys walk around you can pick your preference right you, you like a girl with big boobs you like a girl with big butt that's something that you can kind of see like yeah. ladies you just are assuming like we don't have x-ray vision i can't yeah. tell with the size of your uh penis based off of looking at you right because we already debunked it's the foot thing the size yeah. of the shoe that ain't yeah. true and then you can't go based off of race because we know that ain't true mm. and so it's like Mm, you really don't know until you get there. Then what are you supposed to say? Oh no, never mind. It's not what I want. Yeah, yeah. y'all do that too with boobs, though. Well, I've been fooled so many times <laughs> by these bras. <laughs> oh yeah. Holy shit. Oh yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. It's funny because it was it was dudes that because you know in my old videos if you remember I used to always say like oh it's not big but it's pretty I used to say that about my dick all the time right I used to be like oh yeah it's not big but it's pretty blah 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 and then I remember it was it was a it was an Asian dude that messaged me he was mad he was like yo why why you keep saying your your dick's not big bro you making us look bad I'm like first of all dog I'm not I didn't say all Asian dicks aren't big I was yeah. talking about I said I'm not big but it's pretty right and uh, he was like why why do you say it I'm like look for me I feel like it's easy for any dude. To be like, 
Nah, I got a big old dick, right? right? Especially Asian dudes. Like, yeah, that's supposed to be like, that's like the final thing you can say to an Asian dude to like, oh, like hurt his heart. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You got a little dick or whatever. So I feel like for me, if I was to just be like, nah, I got a, I'm Asian, but I got a big dick. Like it was, it was too easy. You yeah. feel me? Mm-hmm. And I kind of felt like, let's, let's stop making it about that. Cause I started, I started saying it's not big, but it's pretty to show these dudes that like, look, man. I don't have the biggest dick, but that's not stopping me from getting girls. Yeah. That's not stopping me from being a uh, pretty sexually active person. Yeah. You feel me? It's not stopping me from um, laying down some decent stroke on occasion. I've given out wax stroke, of course, in the past, but also some decent stroke, right? And um, and and uh, some dudes are really confused by that. And I'm like, look, bro. Everybody, every dude is out here lying about his dick, right? Yeah. If a girl actually wants to have sex with you, she's gonna wanna have sex with you. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And when you lie about it, you just make it worse. Right. right. There's dudes who have lied so much about their dick that when a girl's finally down to take it, they don't do it. Because, mm. like, shit, I have to take this shit uh-huh. out now. And I hyped it up so much. Well, you know, for most people, I don't know if they, if you know this, that when you're in a relationship with somebody or you have one partner, your body actually adjusts to it. So Mm -hmm. when you're with your person, it doesn't matter if they're the biggest or the smallest, your body's actually, actually going to adapt to that person. Right. Yeah. That's, that's (laughs) how like, it's how it works. So I was, no, I was going to say these, these are, these are facts because I, 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 I used to mess with a girl way back who, um, before me, she told me like, yo. Dude, I was messing with before, fucking King Dingaling, um, like Mandingo ass dick, right? Mm-hmm. But then she like loved my dick too, so I'm like, so I was, so and, it, it all depends. And it's so the- that means when you doing it to your girl and it's cool and it's normal, and then like y'all can't see each other for like two weeks or something, and you do it again and it hurt. She did it with somebody smaller. <laughs> Stupid. Huh, somebody Stupid. got some explaining to do. <laughs> wasn't me, dog. It wasn't me. <laughs> but is it, but- dream, huh? It was a dream. Okay. Okay. Oh my but isn't it but isn't it crazy to think like if you really are going out there like going, oh, you can't go out to a club and be like he looked like he got a small dick. I'm not going to talk to him. He looked like he got a big dick. I think I'm going to go over there. It's like, you okay, if you're just looking for sex, that's one thing. But we all know that still doesn't mean that it's any good. Like, it doesn't mean that the the actual act itself, that it's enjoyable. Mm. But when are you guys going to wake up, ladies? Huh? <laughs> when, when? When? I think you, the more all you, of you individually have all this knowledge, but nobody shares it with each other. I don't get it. That's why we're here, man. <laughs> there's i got lucky with the group of friends that i have because everybody's very confident in themselves and so the conversations can range from you talk about getting properties to talk about dick and talk about how the mistakes that we've made and then the more that you learn about yourself like okay so i'll use this one example there's somebody that i know um she's with her partner and they've been together for a long time now they haven't really been doing it the sex life is it's become mundane they're not having it because work all these other things are coming into play but one of the main factors is she's not feeling confident Mm. with herself so it's like when you can acknowledge how important sex is in a relationship it is vital it is important in a relationship but to say damn i'm actually the reason why it's not happening i need to somehow become more confident whether it's going to the gym or finding things that make you feel a little bit better that can enhance but 
to be around other people to have that conversation and be like, girl, you know, it's just you need to go to the fucking gym. and You'll feel better. <laughs> and then they go to the gym and you're like, you know what? You're right. And then it improves their lives. Not too many girls are um, having that conversation with their friends and not being judgy. It's not like, bitch, what's wrong with you? It's more like, girl, you you know, you probably just not feeling yourself. That's all normal. You know, we all get into our funks. There's sometimes that we don't want to do it, but you know, you should. And then, <laughs> there's sometimes it'd be like, no, you don't want to. Oh, going to the gym. Going to the gym or yeah. even or. Huh? Oh, she said facts. God was said facts. I was like, Hazel what is said facts. Shit, the voices from above. <laughs> like, Y'all can't hear, but but uh, one of the one of the producers just chimed in with some facts. But but it's but it's hard because we uh, it, sex is vital for you guys and it is vital for women as well. And we can't use it as leverage. It's not like, oh, I'm mad at you, so we're not going to have sex. We know that does not equal a success rate in your relationship. Right. But the more confident you are in yourself the easier it is to be that way with your partner. So can I ask you something about your friend? What made her, what made her um, feel like it was her physical body that was uh, throwing off the, the vibe? So she was noticing that once uh, she hadn't been sleeping well, work has been super stressful. She put on weight. She started dressing in like baggier clothes. Uh, she wasn't getting dressed anymore. She wasn't doing uh, the. Okay. So so there are times when we go through waves like I go. I deal with it a lot. Um, I'm up really early. I don't really get ready. I kind of stop wearing makeup. And there's times where I'm like, damn it. If I don't put on at least something decent today, I'm going to continue to feel like shit mm. and feel like not confident even though somebody could be like oh you look great it's not what somebody else says to me it's what i say to myself so it was her it was her gaining weight and then and just not feeling herself like it wasn't like because i was wondering like did her dude say something no no so that wasn't it he wants her right but it's it's that's the problem is it doesn't matter how much you want me it's how much i want me mm-hmm. I got and, and that's really what sex is it's it's so individual mm-hmm. that when you're not confident it stops you from being open with your partner. Yeah. And you notice that when two people are really killing it and they're feeling themselves, you're like, this shit is amazing. You guys, yeah, yeah. you know, like if I'm feeling good, I'm feeling sexier. That's why like date nights are so vital. Okay. You get dressed up. You put a little bit more effort into yourself. You, you already know what the objective is and it's to feel good. Yeah. So when y'all are feeling good and then you go home, that's why you need to add those things in. Cause it's like, yo, if we're just going Every day, the same shit. I'm in my sweats all my t- all the time or my workout clothes. We haven't left the house. I ain't seen no other humans. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just not feeling it. Do you think I'm going to be wanting to do anything? Right. So, but when you can go, damn it, I'm in a funk. Mm-hmm. Let me try to snap out of this. Instead of blaming someone else, mm-hmm. that's the thing. You can't blame other people when you're in your funk. So that's good to have friends that you can express yourself to. And I know as women, um, when you find your circle to have that conversation and go, damn, I'm not feeling it. And I'm kind of worried that me not feeling it is going to is gonna make him think it's him. Fine, I'll go to the gym. <laughs> Jeez. He was asking questions. Like, huh, okay, okay. So, <laughs> what? There's nothing worse and going to a doctor's appointment expecting to be the center of attention, and then your doctor seems like they have better things to do and better places to be. You know, instead of listening to you intently, asking you how you feel and help you alone, the doctor is just checking their watch, ready to get out of there. Well, on ZocDoc, you'll find quality doctors who focus on you and listen to you to prioritize your care. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed, Take your insurance, are available when you need them, and treat almost every condition under the sun. 
So no more playing Dr. Roulette or scouring the internet for questionable reviews. With ZocDoc, you have a trusted guide to connect you to your favorite doctor that you haven't even met yet. Millions of people use ZocDoc's free app to find and book a doctor in their neighborhood who is patient-reviewed and fits their needs and schedule just right. So go to ZocDoc.com Tim and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash Tim. ZocDoc.com slash Tim. Exactly. You let her know. Okay. Oh, right. so, okay. Oh. <laughs> but, you know, you guys make great points. We don't have the conversations as much as we should. Or, you know, like how you talk about your penis. I mean, me talking about sex or any sort of female perspective is not the typical one, mind you. I'm mm. a lot more open minded and I've been more wrong throughout my life to know to be like, yeah. Here's where we're kind of messing up at, but it's really about owning it first. I can own my shit, so I'm not saying, yo, you guys are out there fucking up. It's like, no, we have moments. There are times where I could totally have somebody telling me I'm beautiful and sexy, everything that you think you want to hear, but for some reason, it's just not resonating. And then you go, fuck, what's wrong with me? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Then you have to like ask yourself these questions. No, I feel that. Yeah. I feel that. You know, if you're not, if you're not feeling it, inside it it doesn't really matter what Mm -hmm. anyone else says yeah it's not gonna make a difference and i definitely understand that like i preach that all the time but i wonder do women ever think that you guys put too much emphasis on how you look yes of course Uh, of course we do sometimes uh for me i I wouldn't say I have body dysmorphia, but there are times where I look in the mirror and I don't see what other people see. I'll be looking and somebody would be like, you look bomb as fuck. What the fuck is wrong with you? And then I'm sitting there going, this just ain't right because I'm too busy comparing myself to other people or or what I used to look like. So the emphasis on looks that was drilled into me from being younger mm-hmm. and that's not society that's my family mm. so i'm not saying like society made me no 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 i grew up in a household where i got smacked on the back for not standing up straight mm. i got put into modeling i used to dance hula so emphasis on looks i watched my grandma and my aunt uh do fen fen to try to lose weight what is a fen 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 is <laughs> it, it was like the uh weight loss craze of the early 90s, yeah. I believe. Yeah, and it's illegal now. Oh, word? Like yeah. that? It was, what's that shit called? Is d- Ephedra? Yeah. Or something like something that. Something like that. Yeah. But basically speed. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> right. So so it wasn't society. It was m- what I grew up around. So depending on your relationship with your with your with the women in your family, mm-hmm. um, really shape how you view yourself. So that's where we all really go back to. You want to know why you do some weird shit or why you act the way you act? You got to go back to your childhood and then there's your answer yeah you know go ahead <laughs> i got i'm gonna say a whole bunch of shit say it oh um i think therapy is <laughs> needed a lot for people because mm-hmm. that's something that i've i know for sure women need to uh take a step back from because i look at shit and it's something you brought up earlier and it's something you posted a few days ago and remember i was like this is a good topic mm-hmm. for the thing Whenever like a celebrity chick gets cheated on or something like that, the first thing women say is, how could he cheat on her? She's so beautiful. Mm. Mm -hmm. Nobody ever gives a fuck about if she's a dope person. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? It's always she's so beautiful or men will cheat on you with a bitch that look like mm. mm-hmm. <laughs> like you never consider what's actually the going pro- on could yeah. be the problem or something like that 
And you brought up like the dudes with the bigger meats mm-hmm. acting a certain way because they feel like they can and you likened it to the pretty girl syndrome. Mm-hmm. That's a real ass thing. Mm-hmm. Like the more attractive a girl is, the more she feels like she doesn't have to be mm-hmm. a good person. Mm-hmm. That shit is ruining y'all. Like that, <laughs> that may be, it's really high on the list of the things that have women fucked up mm-hmm. caring so much about how you guys look. Because it kind of, I mean, especially now, right? Because I feel like, not that it's been, um, like, it's not an old thing to feel like you can get away with more if you're attractive, right? Mm -hmm. But I feel like now it's kind of, like, getting so normalized to the point where it's not only, like, a thing that just happens that people know that happens. It's almost a thing that's desired where it's like, I don't have to do anything else but look good. Right. Oh, I know I'll be set. It's it's completely glorified. Now I went through my ugly phase and I'm very thankful for it because I developed a fucking personality Mm -hmm. in that, in that time. You know, we, we've talked to people about um, (laughs) knowing that, yeah, I got bullied. I got picked on by my family. Mm-hmm. I'm probably the the like black sheep of my family to where everybody was like surprised that I turned out to be a model. <laughs> Dudes are like, what her sisters look like there? <laughs> my cousins were all like my family. I grew up in a family of five other like uh, all women. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Everybody's beautiful, well developed, like very good looking. But I was long, lanky, awkward, and the darkest one out of the long lo- lo- cooch, man. Shut. You better not. You better shut the fuck up with that with your crooked ass dick. <laughs> all right, yo, fuck ass out of here. Oh, crooked ass dick. Don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. Fuck ass. That's some terrible cousin you got there. That's what I'm I will punch you in your... I will take this. I will knock you out. I've never been mean to you, Tim, but I will throw your ass. You want to see Amazonian bullshit? Oh, my God. I will God. throw you right now. Okay? Rick will have to tell Chia what happened. Okay? But... Like we were saying, yeah, we do put a lot of emphasis on looks because for a long time, that was what people had we mind you education and ladies being able to get that wasn't always in our history they fought for that they fought for a personality they fought to have a mouth and a brain and and still fight daily so for some it's all they know um is to be that way some of their mothers raised them to marry a man um to take care of them Mm -hmm. um you know you hear some celebrities talk about like why don't you go marry a rich man it was like i am a rich man i think Cher said that Mm -hmm. you know Cher would say that and so when we change the narrative of the course it's smart you want a girl that's funny you're noticing guys are wanting more than just that but it's it has to be collaborative we all have to say like yo being having substance is going to be in style i say that all the time it's going to be cool it's so obvious though like and don't get me wrong all of us have been conditioned the same way Mm -hmm. women are supposed to be attractive men are supposed to be well off we've been so a lot of dudes go for the attractive girl you know what i'm saying but almost every time they end up with the one who values more about herself than her looks Mm -hmm. or they cheat with that one Mm. they have a side family with that one and they respect that one more and it's just like god damn like and you know culturally too that plays a lot i've recently started talking to more of my friends about religion Mm. um what they practice and and cultures and things along those lines and some people are raised around the arranged marriage to where marriage is a partnership and not about love Mm -hmm. it's like you'll learn to love and so looks and energy is like okay yeah like this can work but they have similar beliefs and similar standards that's why it works we're in a time to where we're figuring it out right like there's so many people that are 
one thing that are dating others like we don't have the solid like guidelines anymore it's right. not it's yeah. not black and white so we're everyone's figuring it out but learning what's supposed to work for them and that's the, that's what's fucked up right because i mean you're talking about how um like we kind of are are conditioned to feel like men are supposed to make money right mm -hmm. and women are supposed to just like look good yeah. so then what happens is you get these people if a girl gets with a dude just for his money, she's not happy. If a dude yeah. gets with a girl just for her looks, there he's definitely not happy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, when when do we wake up? When do we not? When do we see that that's not the shit? It really has to go to how you guys, it's almost like how we decide to raise our kids. So for me, I saw women working. I didn't see men working. I saw women working. My mom works, multiple jobs. I had a stay-at-home dad. So so for me, it's always been I need to be able to take care of myself to where I was in relationships and I was like too stubborn mm -hmm. and couldn't figure out how to give a little or, you know, my pride was in the way when, you know, I could do this for myself. I don't need nobody, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. And then you find yourself like, oh, shit, this is a part of the problem, too. Like you have to figure out how to compromise. But again, everybody in their own time, if they want a successful relationship with that particular person, you're going to adapt and adjust. Mm -hmm. So anybody that married for looks or married for money, bitch, you're working. Like your job is you're, you're working. You know, you're, if that's what you are and you are a trophy wife, that's your job, but they still, they know what they signed up for. Right. I think a lot of the times when we look outside looking in, we're like, oh, poor them. They married for this. No, some of them know exactly what they got themselves into. And then others that pretend they didn't know, that's the ones that feel like they got played. Hey, man, look, if if I was uh, just a sexy, sexy man that knew I had nothing else to bring to the table and an old ass sugar mama <laughs> wanted to marry me just to have her have me on her arm and give her some young dick on occasion. And I, I'm, I'm well off and because I, I know. I got nothing else going on, and fuck it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I'm, then sure, get your coin, bro. <laughs> I couldn't do that. You couldn't do it? Nah. I mean, on a very lower scale, I've definitely passed on things because I knew this girl liked me way more than I liked her. Ah, okay. And she was okay. willing to do a whole bunch of shit. <laughs> but what if the sugar mama understood that was the situation, though? Um, I still wouldn't like it. Now, don't get me wrong. I would take money for sex. <laughs> Hands down. But if it goes something beyond that, where she's looking for a companionship, uh -huh. and I know I don't feel that for her, I couldn't mm. do it. I think that's really what the conversation is, right? Like, you, yours sounds short-term. You sound long-term. Right. You're like, the idea of it sounds... Well, no, he said marry. You, oh, you, <laughs> well, no, oh, he said marry? I, I, <laughs> what? Ma ma I'm talking about marry an old-ass lady that yeah, knows... Anna, Anna Nicole Smith on. type shit. Yeah, yeah, that type of shit. I feel like... Okay, look, like... You could... That's... Let's talk, that's real cold-hearted. Well, let's talk about Anna Nicole Smith, right? Um, um, that situation. Or, mm. or something like that, right? Where she knows uh, she's marrying this man for the money. And well, even though she, well, not Anna, and not her specifically, because she said she loved him. But let's say uh, uh, hypothetical, hypothetical yeah. young mm -hmm. sexy lady mm -hmm. is like, I got nothing going on in my career or anything, and then gets uh, propositioned by old ass rich ass man. Uh, hey, like, come be my wife for the last years of my life. I feel like if everybody understands that's the situation, and he knows he's gonna be gone soon. He just wants some. Young sexy lady to to, that, that to, to fuck on. Sounds more like a business proposition. Yeah. If if he don't have kids, <laughs> then cool. But like, 
they're doing that to get in the wheel for to be left some oh, shit. It's yeah, not it's not a situation of let me have fun for a couple right. Of years. It's not an under it's mm. not an understanding. Which there are a lot of people that are in arranged situations. Mm. Um, I mean, there's a whole God go on the internet. You literally have websites that are specifically just tailored yeah. for people looking for that. But yeah. but if we're talking about on a not profitable like <laughs> like we're just trying to go out and date or you're single and you're trying to figure your stuff out you know it's kind of like you see some girls in a lot in the urban culture to where people are like these strippers or these girls that go and brag about their bodies or you know brag about the the things that we were raised to know that were bad are getting wifed up people become they were confused they're going but wait, I've been a good girl my whole life mm. and I don't have a husband. Mm -hmm. This woman didn't give a shit about nothing and she got a man. Mm. And we two were too caught up comparing. Mm. Like she ain't better than me. That's just her path. But too many times people go, well, why don't I have a man? If she, yeah. if that's what she's doing, then why, what am I doing wrong? Or no, there's no way that anybody could wife up something like that. It's like this. People need to remember your person is for you mm. not for everybody and whatever path they're supposed to take and that person that they got to deal with that's for them yeah. if we stop thinking that damn if she got it then i must be doing something wrong no bitch that's just not your man yeah. girls be comparing a lot a lot <laughs> everything everything it's crazy like not just like Especially like and to go back to 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 touch on this point and to go I back. Men do too. Men I mean, do too. I mean, men yeah. compare wives a lot. It's a bragging. It's oh, a you mean we compare women? We, well, we saying women compare themselves. But I'm yeah. saying men compete. Let me rephrase that. Probably men compete amongst themselves. Women compare a lot. I guess. I guess. Because think about it. Like, come on. Okay, I'm gonna say this. I think Lori Harvey is out there and she's living to some people her best life she's out here dating fucking everybody she could do whatever she wants to some mm -hmm. people they're like what the fuck is this but to some they could say that she's been around and guys are just trying to fight to keep her okay okay but everybody's willing to take a turn but they're all fighting to see who can have that one prize mm, okay so i get i get what you're saying and i get how it could seem like that mm -hmm. but Men are kind of um, shitty. <laughs> Men will do a thing where it's like, damn, I know she be whatever it is that she does. Mm -hmm. I want some too. Mm. And pretend. <laughs> Men will straight pretend. Like, nobody's fighting to have her. They want their turn. Mm. Oh, okay. And then... So you feel you saying you feel like it might be a situation where you like, oh, OK, the homie took it down. Maybe I could take it down. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, she like rappers. Mm. <laughs> OK, <laughs> well, next time I see her, I'm a rapper. But that's that's speculation. Yeah, I don't we know. don't know. Yeah. I don't know much about her. I don't even yeah. know who the people are. All I know oh, is future. Yeah. <laughs> so far. But there's but but to some and that's why I was like, I don't have a problem with she's dating and she could be trying to find love. And in her journey to find love, this is the path that she's taking. I mean, there's plenty of girls to be. I kiss a lot of frogs before I got my prince. It's the same concept, except she's in that world. But it seems like is it a competition that everyone's just trying to to show off to get her? But, but is it is it with the intent because they actually like her or is it because she seems like a prize? But you you cleared that up as yeah. far as what it can come I, off. I, I mean, we don't know. Yeah, we don't we don't know for sure. But I I feel like it could be more so of a okay. I know she's down, and the fact that she has a name, we're going to hear about it because there's plenty. There's a girl in every city who 
has multiple rappers under the belt <laughs> because they heard some shit. Oh, she gets there or yeah. she's backstage all the time. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, what I'm saying? Yeah. She knows all the promoters, so she gets into the place. So it's not really a competition. It's like okay. a brotherhood. But, <laughs> and, and you know, and then to hear it said like that, that's almost kind of that's kind of sad because it's super sad. Because it's fucking terrible. You know, because being single, there's a lot of people that are struggling just to find, I call it their person. It's right. uh, just somebody to find that companionship that fuck a uh, fuck. I don't want to do this. You know, we had talked about it. It was like, I don't want to have to act cool. I'm trying to find my person mm-hmm. and so to think that shit is just a bragging right or it's anything like that that's almost like why some people have to put their armor up a little higher yeah, yeah. but so it, it goes it's a thought on both sides because yeah. so for them it's like okay this is a girl who looks good who wants to be around she's not trying to be nobody's wife she wants to fuck with this guy she wants to fuck with that guy she wants to so we're gonna have our moment and they don't think in their head that it's like they're doing anything wrong to her. It's, it feels like the same page type Yeah, shit. it feels like everybody's oh, okay. on the same page. Yeah, right? it's like, okay, you had your time with a rapper. I had my time <laughs> with a, this. Right. And now you on to the next. Because most, most of the women in her position, they end up with somebody else in that field or they go athlete or some shit like that. It's very seldom that one of those women end up with the dude who like owns porta potties. We, we definitely, <laughs> we definitely, he said owns porta potties. <laughs> we definitely been there. Um, you know where it was like, it was like, oh, oh, damn, you hooked up with her. Yeah. Okay, l- let me hit her up too. Let me see if she's down. <laughs> you know or saying? like, you, the homie comes back from a city. He's like, oh, bro, I smashed this one girl, and he starts describing her, and you like. Yo, Ush, what up, Kels? Like, goddamn, we, you, you too? Shit, you had no idea, yeah. but that's what she does. Yeah. yeah. What, what was the, what was the post that I put up? Was it the dime, Nick? Was it the penny, yeah. dime thing? Okay, so there was a post about these two rappers, and they were talking about, um, don't date you a dime because a dime comes with all this back baggage. She acts entitled. You have to do certain upkeep. You need to get you a penny. A penny is somebody that will do anything for you. They ride for you. You, you could tell them to cook clean they're gonna do all of it so go out there and get you a penny okay. and he was promoting a song and i was like damn like if we that's gotta... a trash uh, way of thinking about it, right? yeah no. and so i had posted it and i was jokingly saying i was like damn if we have to be compared to currency then i guess i'm gonna choose to be a bitcoin like mm-hmm. uh it's mm-hmm. so a what you only need one <laughs> you only need one of me mm-hmm. uh the prices go up and down depending you know uh it's kind of risky mm-hmm. uh some people don't think it exists but if you s- in- stay with me long enough it might be worth a lot more than it started bars so but thinking that a lot of the times you hear like oh she a dime but then to have a grown-ass man say you need to get you a penny if your partner called you a penny how would you feel (laughs) oh no it's fucking terrible it's weird it's it's almost like it no it is like saying find somebody with issues that is insecure so you can take advantage of all that get get an ugly girl she ain't gonna go nowhere (laughs) right (laughs) right right but um in that, there's poetry. <laughs> I I don't preach find somebody that you would consider a penny, right? But that's what I was saying before. Somebody who just doesn't think how they look is their thing. Yeah. When when you she can be beautiful as long as that's not the most important thing to her, right. or she doesn't think that this is her asset. Right. This what makes me mm-hmm. worth it then you're good when you but there's so many of those women who will flat out say things like 
I look too good to be dot dot dot. You know <laughs> right, what I'm saying? Right, it's like, right. eh, and I mean, you know, we 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 touched on this, like, and that when you date a girl who has been hot her whole life, who has got everything she wanted growing up, and uh, is like always treated like the queen. You know what I'm saying? Because of how they look, mm-hmm. it's definitely red flags that come all through that shit. Because you know that um, that is. All she's had to do is just like just be cute, yeah. you know what I'm saying, and she'll get whatever she wants. And that's why when Nikki was talking about, you know, you went through your ugly phase. Mm-hmm. I man, I feel like some of the coolest girls I've I've dealt with are the ones that were either went through an ugly phase, went through a uh, you know a weight loss transition, mm-hmm. and and they were like, okay, because they in a time of their lives had to rely on more than their, just their looks. You yeah. know what I'm saying? They were like, I got a personality too, motherfucker. Yeah, and then, exactly. oh my God, they're cute too on top of that? Yeah. What a treat. They just become a well-rounded person. And But when you go through that, the, the ignorant first thought is that like, okay, these bad bitches ain't the ones. Let's step it down a notch. You know what I'm saying? That's how they think. And even I used to make the joke all the time. Like, I need to find me a hot chick with low self esteem. <laughs> like, <laughs> right, but, right, right. But it's a joke. But you don't want to <laughs> deal with none of that. <laughs> no, because the low self esteem is a problem. What you what you need? Okay, this this is my number one key to a good relationship. Number one, not the only, but number one. Uh-huh. They need to be happy. Mm, That's it. Yes. Uh, drop mic that's it for that's real that's it in the episode thank you all for watching <laughs> <laughs> no that is I am old enough to know that I have to make myself happy like I can't I can't put that on nobody else and there's so much shit that um, a lot of people go through and I'm not a happy I, I would be lying if I said I'm always a happy person I'm probably been able to live more in the dark side of shit than to be in the happy side of things and when you can acknowledge that and you find people that want to bring you into the light like you have to respect those people no matter what your journey is so yes to be in a successful relationship you have to know that you got to make you happy and that Mm -hmm. anybody you're with, that's a fucking bonus. But if you are not that person and you pretend and you're putting on a show, your partner's going to find out eventually. And so will the world. And you can't, you got to at least have one person that you're open with. And if you're struggling and you make that a priority, then surround yourself with people that know you're trying to grow. It's all about, you know, it's cliche, but it's like, you know, because people say it so many times, but it's facts. You got to love yourself before mm-hmm. you can love yeah. somebody else, man. That's, That's 100% true. Mm-hmm. Facts, man. Mm-hmm. You ever heard that song? <laughs> if you want to be happy for the rest of your life, never make a pretty woman your, your wife. wife. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Something, uh, get an ugly girl to marry yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. there's that one little break in the song where he's like, man, my wife is ugly, <laughs> but she can cook. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, y'all. Well, shit. Thank you for watching the No Chaser podcast. I think we gave y'all some some yeah, some today. some nice gems on nice, this one. Well-rounded conversations. You got a little bit of dick. Yeah. Oh, why I got to be a little bit of dick? Because it wasn't much that you were offering. Oh, oh shit. You, you just off, you only me. offered a little bit of it. You didn't give all of it. Excuse me, stretchy long cooch. <laughs> you only te- <laughs> you only teased us. <laughs> Tim, I, you know I got good aim, right? Stretchy long coochins. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, Pippi Longstock is what I was going for. Stupid. Uh, <laughs> you dumb, okay? Thank you guys for watching No Chaser Podcast. I'm Timothy D.L.I. Get up. I'm Ricky Shucks. I'm Nikki Blades. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>